Hey, this is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Uh, my actual day job is a personal trainer and online personal trainer. And if you like what you've been hearing and need help and need help with accountability uh, with your workouts, uh, please see the podcast description for my email and reach out and uh, see if we can help you out and get you to your fitness goals. Other than that, enjoy the show. How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. Uh, I have with me my new season co-star, Dr. Ann Griffin. How's it going, Dr. Ann? Excellent. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is a real pleasure. Absolutely. Can you give us like an example or testimonial? Someone say, I don't know any body part, but I was thinking, you know, someone that comes in with shoulder pain and sees you, how that symptom symptom evolution kind of... You, know, you don't have absolutely. to go too in depth on it, but just kind of to give my audience a yeah, you know, perception absolutely. of it. So this is this is how I train um, my practitioners, okay. and it's because we all become a Sherlock Holmes. We're, you're just you're just a, a sleuth. You're trying to determine, okay, is it that kind of shoulder pain or is it this kind of shoulder pain? Because it changes dramatically what you recommend or what exactly. you do to treat that person, right? Um, and for medical doctors who don't do the soft tissue work, the applied symptom evolution portion of, of the work, um, where they, they end with just the history taking uh, uh, certification. Um, for the medical doctor who doesn't do soft tissue work, having taken the course, they know how to make, when they see 10 patients in the same day that seem like they have the same low back pain, one patient gets cortisone, one patient gets nerve flossing, one patient gets physical therapy, the other person gets a referral to a psychologist. And that's based on these kinds of questions. So let's stick with your analogy of a shoulder yeah. concern. The shoulder is a fantastic, very, very dynamic area of the body. And so right out the gate, it doesn't matter which body part we're talking about. We'll stick with the shoulder example for now, but this applies to the entire body is you ask, well, what do you think started this? And the patient will always tell you something totally erroneous with the exception, I threw a ball and I heard something snap and now there's bruising and my biceps all wadded up. Okay, what happened yeah. before that? <laughs> right, but even, right, even that, they're like, hmm, what was going on before that, right? Um, so erroneously we conclude, well, I, I just threw a ball and that's why my shoulder hurts now. I can throw a ball and my shoulder won't hurt, What's different about your shoulder? And that's where the history taking comes in. So we start with asking, well, can you identify what makes it worse? Can you identify what makes it better? And if somebody can uh, uh, report, when I do X, I feel Y, yeah, every time I do blah, 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 I'll feel it right here on my shoulder. Well, what happens if you don't do that motion? Do you feel it anyway? No. What happens if you're doing that motion and then you stop doing that motion? Does the pain go away? Where it's very related, that's more likely a mechanical issue, meaning, bones, muscles, software, you know, rehab kind of situation. The case where somebody cannot identify either when it started, what makes it better, what makes it worse, when there's an element of randomness, that's not, uh, it, that's uh, impossible for that to be a mechanical issue alone. And so it's unlikely to be remedied with simple stretches, exercises, foam rolling, massage, chiropractic care, Etc. And that's where we get into really much more nuanced history taking. Like, have you ever had asthma? 
Have you had pneumonia? Have you almost drowned? When did you break your arm? How many times have you fallen off of a horse? And even though those incidences may have happened years or decades prior, all of those incidences predictably lead to restrictions in the thoracic cage. And what happens is re mobility restrictions through the thoracic cage have a dramatic impact on functionality of the shoulder. The shoulder is a unique animal in that oftentimes we have to hit a certain functional threshold. Like it's not until you get to a certain weight level or repetition scheme or um, let's say if you're uh, into Olympic lifting, which is very technical, very dynamic, but also very fast. It's not until you hit the end of your set that you start to feel something or you've been in training for a few months and nothing, it's, you've been fine up until boop. You have to hit a functional threshold of challenge before these asymptomatic or subclinical restrictions in the rib cage that were started years ago, years ago by injuries as a kid, so on and so forth. And we may have thought that we healed from those just fine, but predictably what happens is you get some amount of nerve entrapments in response. And what's unique about nerve entrapments, I very rarely have patients come in and say, it's numb and tingling. They don't tell me about obvious nerve behaviors. They come in and tell me or draw the same circle on the body over and over and over. And they get temporary relief from foam rolling, massage work, rehab exercises. They'll get temporary relief, but the symptoms come back in the same way. That is also the other sneaky hallmark that there's nerve entrapment somewhere. You just have to find them. And that has to do with the unique animal or the entity of nerve entrapments themselves. Because again, they predictably incur in response to very specific trauma experiences or, or lived physical traumas. They also occur from overuse. They also occur from pneumonia, asthma, I mean, there's a huge number of lived experiences that result in these nerve entrapments. But what's unique is once the nerve loses the ability to slide freely when you move, it causes the muscle that it's stuck to to lock up. And once it gets stuck, it will never, ever, ever self-resolve unless you do something to resolve it. And there's a million ways to do that. But that is often the number one missed feature that causes somebody to have five years of low back pain, 10 years of low back pain, a shoulder nerve, issue. not even soft tissue damage. Exactly. Because muscles heal because strains, sprains, cuts, bruises, broken bones, all of that stuff heals with the passage of time. You don't even need to do anything, but nerve entrapments are unique because they will never ever resolve themselves or sort of free up that stuck interface is what we're talking about. The, when Once they get stuck and they lose that ability to slide, they never, ever, ever get unstuck unless you do specific things to unstick them. And again, like we were talking about earlier, when I said first thing first, second thing second, third thing third, yep. If whatever you're doing gives you temporary relief, but your symptoms come back in exactly the same way, you started down on the fourth or the fifth thing. On the first you and missed, second. Exactly. You missed, you missed a higher priority cause. And that's um, oftentimes after I've seen someone, man, two, three times max, my courses of care is very, very short. Um, I'll oftentimes tell them to do something they had tried in the past that seemed to be ineffective, like bust out the old physical therapy exercises that they were given or go back to foam rolling or try this now. And they said, but I did that before and it didn't work. I'm like, I know, but it'll work now because what's causing your neck pain, knee pain, back pain, isn't the first, second, third, or fourth thing. All that's left that's causing it. You just need to stretch. Last one. Yeah. The last one. I like that.
that's all that it is. I only want to bake a cookie once. I'm so yeah. lazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Dr. Ann, how does my audience get a hold of you or possibly anyone in the health and wellness industry that's in interested in the certification process? I know I am, at least for the level one. Um, mm -hmm. Website, social media, what, what do you want to put out there for everyone? All of them. I never thought all I'd right. be that person that says, hit like, share, and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we, we, you got to do it now. It's it's the new town square. So my um, web page is symptomevo.com. And then I'm on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram, and they're all the same handle. It's at Symptom Evo. If you do a cursory Google search for Symptom Evolution, that will also come up. So any or all of that. Um, and then my direct uh, email is on all of those. I welcome any uh, questions. Uh, I welcome the skeptics. I want, I can answer all of the questions. I, I love questions. Awesome. We need someone like you to answer all our questions. So um and just my audience always knows i'll put everything in the podcast description with all the links and everything make it easier um but uh thank you so much uh dr ann for uh jumping on with me and and uh, we'll see where symptom evolution ends up i hope it uh, i hope it spreads like wildfire yeah absolutely um for your um, audience members uh, i would love to have um, i have a generated a, a word doc and i'd love to pass it along to them i don't know if you put links and stuff like that yeah. available i don't know how much you do that but i can send it to you and essentially it's a it's a, a a breakdown for lay people to understand when they're at the gym when are their symptoms something that's an injury that they might want to take care for or modify their activities or when is it a dormant limitation that's just now coming up because they've been at this workout routine for a while and when is it a newbie mistake and i have those kind of um uh, enumerated so i'd love to to pass Perfect. that along just for your so they stay at the gym and out of my office Let's <laughs> do that. that's awesome yeah send me send me any links like that and i'll, I'll just throw it in there and uh yeah We'll, we'll take it from there. Well, thank awesome. you so much, Dr. Ann. Appreciate it. Thanks, Brad. You're the best. You're the best.